Hello and welcome back to another episode of Into the 99 Podcast, where we've got 99 cards, because Commander's number one. I am one of your hosts, Daniel. I'm joined today with Slothy. Slothy, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, thanks. How about yourself? I'm doing really good, thank you. It's been another good, busy week. We're starting Stampede out in Calgary, if anyone knows what that is. It's a big outdoor event, one of the biggest in the world, apparently. Yeah, it's traffic's been insane. Yeah, everyone, everyone's out here. We We both live basically in the same kind of spot, and... It's just big traffic, a lot of tourism for this time. So, yeah, should be a really fun time to actually get out and see that event. I've got one of the days off this week coming up to go do that specifically, I believe. Nice. Yeah, it shouldn't be too bad. Um, I'm hoping everyone else had a great week. We've got uh, another deck tech for you guys this weekend. Slothy made a Jahira deck, and I think Jahira is just such a cool commander. The versatility it's got is awesome. And I'll uh, I'll let you jump right into the deck. Yeah, absolutely. So, Jahira, it's kind of like a, it's a t- it's tokens deck, but with my building of it, I kind of got halfway through and realized, oh, I'm building it with an enchantment sub-theme. So it's kind of token enchantments and stuff that kind of benefit both. Um, but Jahira, Friend of the Forest, is two and a green for a 2-3 legendary creature human elf druid that has tokens you control, have tap it to add green. And you can choose a background. So the background that I chose is Inspiring Leader. Uh, this is two and a white uh, for the enchantment. Creature Commander creatures you own have creature tokens you control, get plus two, plus two. So that would give it to Jahira, and there are ways to make it, make Inspiring Leader a creature as well, so that all of your creature tokens will get plus four, plus four. Yeah, I, I thought that that was a really interesting. When you told me about how you were making this deck, I thought that turning your Inspiring Leader into it would be, it's actually you'd get way more than plus four, plus four, to be honest. Because inspiring leader would become a creature itself. Yeah, that, that's what we get. Oh no! Okay, okay. It doesn't. It doesn't double up your hair. Okay, I'm bad at math. Also, sorry that I'm cracking this drink. But there we go. All right, energy drinks open. We're good. Yeah, no, I'm just waking up. Sorry for sorry to everyone listening because I'm not editing that out. Um. So, anyways, Jahira is just an amazing card. I was super excited seeing this in spoilers because I I personally love playing tokens. Tokens are like one of my favorite things to do. The fact that this is a dollar seventy nine card and turns all of your treasure tokens into permanent ability to tap down, uh, your food tokens can turn into mana sources. Jahira has some of the best accelerant potential, in my opinion, in the game. Yeah, it's uh, it's very similar to uh, Katilda from the uh, Innistrad sets. Yes, that yeah. turned yeah turned all of your humans into like mana dorks, and that deck also was like really really strong but this uh what i like the most about jahira before we even get into it is that it does it for everything not just creature tokens so you are kind of insulated a lot more against a board wipe than normal if you go into like if you have a smothering tides in your list and you have like a tre- like a tre- any treasures the fact that you can just replay your commander and then have like another potential 15 mana on deck is really really strong like i think jahira is such a cool commander and i really like inspiring leader as a secondary because you just buff everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll let you and, choose where we're jumping in here, but this is I'm excited to see this list. Sure. Uh, just one more stipulation before this. I built this specifically without Parallel Lives and Procession or Doubling Season. I did the same with mine, uh, with my Halson deck. I Halson's yeah. like the, the bear token one. It just gets out of control. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't... 
it, it's too much accelerant that way. Like, especially with any of the instance, like, uh, uh, in my, my house is the same color with the inspiring leader background. Yeah. And I played version one of it with like a doubling season out and everything. And I got, uh, what was it? The, uh, like flawless, not flawless maneuvers. It was, uh, the white one instant that makes tokens. Makes tokens. Uh, makes like sand warriors or something. Oh, I don't remember what that one was called. All right, it's anyways. I I got it off and I got like forty of them, and then I was able to just turn the majority of them into four four bears with inspiring leader out. So six six bears. Like it it just does too much. So I I respect that you chose to not go that way. Yeah, that it's it's an easy three cards to put in the token deck. Yeah, if you have them sitting around, it it might be worth it. Yeah, but uh, why don't we jump into the artifacts first? Sure. Uh, you want to talk about this first one, obviously? Absolutely. This was one of my favorite cards from New Capenna. Uh, Bootlegger Stash, uh, five and a green for an artifact. Lands you control have tapped to create a treasure token. And uh, with Chihira, you can just tap them for green. Yeah, that's like an MVP card. Absolutely. It's. Uh, I really, really like the ability to just power turn stuff into artifacts, especially, generally speaking, you're only going even on it because your, your tokens will you're going to sack the treasures, but with your commander, now you have, like, just, you're just essentially doubling your mana every turn. Exactly. Into green mana, but boo-hoo. Yeah. Yeah, we have Eldrazi Monument as well. It's a staple in a lot of token decks. It's a five-cost artifact. Creatures you control get 1-1 flying indestructible. At the beginning of your upkeep, you sack a creature if you can't sacrifice Eldrazi Monument. This is rarely a problem in a token deck. No, I remember playing this in my Locust God uh, deck, and I... I played that deck hundreds of times and I did not have sacrificed the monument once. Yeah. Every time I see the artwork of this, I just, I love how it was drawn. It was like really, really nice. Like the big Ulamog floating there with the cubes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Such, such a weird, what, such a weird artifact. Yeah. Yeah. And this, this next one is one of the win cons in the deck. One of my other favorite cards from New Capenna. It's a Halo Fountain. A two and a white. You can tap a white and tap the fountain. To untap a tapped creature you control, create a 1-1 one, one green and white citizen creature token. Oh, a really? Sorry to jump in there. That's a really, oh. really good card in this because you mm-hmm. you now have something that also taps again. Another way to double mana up is really cool. Yeah. Um, then you can tap two white and tap it to untap two tapped creatures you control and draw a card, or you can tap five white and tap it to untap fifteen tapped creatures you control and you win the game. Yeah, I hadn't even considered that in the, in a deck like this one, but Halo Fountain's so cool. I, I always put this in like an elf deck. Yeah, yeah Halo Fountain. It's really easy to win with this card in this deck. Yeah, that's actually a, that's a fun win condition. I, I like you win the game cards. Yeah, me too. And 15 tapped creatures is a lot, but your commander letting you tap creatures also is really good. I, mm-hmm. I really like that. That's a great inclusion. You've got uh, Selesnya Signet, just again, more ramp to get your colors, one and a tap. That's uh, two mana, then you pay one tap it, add one green, one white. Just solid ramp. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Skull Clan. Uh, one mana equipment. Equip creature is plus one, minus one. Whenever equip creature dies, draw two cards and you can equip it for one. Yeah, really, really, again, just really solid ramp in a token deck. The ability to draw so many cards for so cheap. And you know, the the way this one's going to work, you don't want to have Inspiring Leader out when you've got this. Yeah, I can say, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, too, the fact that your commander basically lets the creatures pay to, to sack themselves to it is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then we've got Soul Ring. You're just basic Soul Ring. Tap for two mana, of course. Yeah. 
Actually, I'm, I'm kind of debating right now because I went to my, my LGS yesterday and I got the, uh, what is it, the Love Your LGS retro bordered solar ring. Yeah, those are cool. I want to find out what deck to put it in. And I'm debating between uh, Squid Boy and this one. The uh, the Squid Boy puts work in. Oh, yeah. That's a quid oh, yeah. deck. And then we've got last one on the, on your list here. We've got two mana, Talisman of Unity. Tap for a colorless or tap to add one green or one white, one damage to you. I actually really like the Talismans in Commander. You've got so much life that that initial ping doesn't matter. It's great ramp if you don't need the color, and it's great to save the day if you do. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's the artifact section. Uh, do you want to jump into Planeswalkers next? Yeah, I was going to say let's jump into Planeswalkers. This first one. Uh, the first one is Elspeth Sun's Champion for double white for a four loyalty Planeswalker Elspeth. Uh, plus one, put three plus one plus one, or three one one white soldier creature tokens onto the battlefield. Minus three, destroy all creatures of power four or greater. Or minus seven, creatures you control get plus two plus two and have flying. And that's an emblem. Yeah, doing more of what your, your inspiring leader's already doing. Yeah. Making you more inspiring. Exactly. And flying. You also have Garrick Wildspeaker, which is, I really like Garrick as a Planeswalker, and I also really like this other version of it. Uh, it's two and double green for Planeswalker. Garrick starts at three loyalty. It's plus one is untapped two target lands. It's minus one is put a three, three green beast token onto the uh, battlefield. And it's minus four is creatures you control get three, three and gain trample until end of, uh, end of turn. So overrun on, on your creature, which is awesome. Yeah, no, I, I like your, I like your Planeswalker section. Nice and, nice and simple. Um, do yeah. you want to go into your instance or your sorceries? Sure. Um, let's do sorceries. Sure. The first sorcery in here is austere command for double white. You can choose to destroy all artifacts, all enchantments, all creatures, with CMC three or less, or all creatures with CMC four or greater. I might switch this one out for farewell. Farewell is great. Mm-hmm. I think farewell is just generally better. Yeah. Farewell is such an awesome card. Uh, you've also got Cultivate. It's two and a green. Search your library for two basic lands. Reveal them. Put one onto the battlefield and the other in your hand and shuffle. I tend to put Cultivate in every green deck that exists. It's it's a staple. Yeah, I, I like it. It's one of my favorite ramps. I know you can ramp cheaper on like two mana. I just I put it in every deck. I like this card. Yeah. Um, this next one is a win con with all the mana that you're going to be making with, well, from Jigira and a bunch of other stuff. It's Finale of Glory. X, double white for a sorcery. Create X, two, two white soldier creature tokens with vigilance. If X is 10 or more, also create X, four, four white angel creature tokens with flying and vigilance. One of my favorite cards in, in mm. all of Magic. I love all of the finales. Yeah. I, uh, I play all of them in pretty much every deck. Uh, my girlfriend's been playing Jetmir as a deck. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we, uh, we actually played a game last night, and she, she was all excited. She's like... Uh, She's learning the game still, and she's just like, yeah, like, all all finale of glory, X is 11. And uh, someone counterspelled her, so she she learned the, the hard way of uh, counterspell magic, but they also learned the hard way of she had 32 creatures out with Jetmir. Yikes. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty bad. She's like, okay, well, I'll kill you. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me counterspelling. Yeah, no, finale of glory is such a great card, and, like, Again, it's good in just normal decks, but with the insane mana you have, yeah, I could, I could see yeah. this being a problem. Absolutely. Uh, you've got Hour of Reckoning as well, which is awesome in token decks too. Four triple white. It has Convoke, so you can tap creatures to help pay its cost, one mana or one of the creature's colors. You destroy all non-token creatures. Leaves yeah, you in a good spot. This does so much work. Well, a lot of time in your deck, you're going to be able to cast this for free. 
Absolutely. Yeah. There's so many ways to make tokens and then just tap tap a whole bunch of stuff and very rarely gonna be paying more than a couple if you have to. Yeah, at most. Uh next up we've got Idyllic Tutor, two and a white. Uh search library for an enchantment card to be able to put it in your hand and then shuffle. There's yeah. a couple couple juicy enchantments you're gonna to want to grab in this deck. Yeah, I like that one. Um I, I know what it's fetching because we've talked about it. Uh, mm-hmm. We also have Nomad's Assembly, which is just so good, too. I, I really like the selection you've put on so far. Four double white for a sorcery. You put a uh, white 1-1 one, one core soldier token for each creature you control, and then it also has rebound. So, again, you're essentially doubling up your mana availability with this card twice in a row. Yeah. Um, next up, we've got Parallel Evolution, three double green. For each creature token in play, its controller puts a creature token into play that's a copy of that creature, and it's got flashback for four and triple green. Yeah. Yeah. And that flashback cost is nothing if you're doubling your tokens. No, not at all. Yeah, it's easy. You also got Rampant Growth, that two-mana ramp that I was talking about, and my favorite art of Rampant Growth. Uh, one and a green. Search library for basic. For anyone who doesn't know, it's the big, the big sunflower one. Love it. Um, one of the green. You search library for a basic land, put it onto the battlefield, tap, then shuffle. Again, just solid ramp. Yeah, and I actually pulled one of these yesterday when I was opening some Double Masters. I was quite happy with it. Nice. I like that. Um, shall we go into the instance? Yeah, because I assume I assume the meat and potatoes is going to mostly be in your creature section. Actually, not this time. Really? All right. Enchantments. Oh, your enchantments, hey? Yeah. All right. Uh, we've got a Chroma's Will for the first instant in the deck. It's three and a white. Uh, it's from the initial commander legends uh it has choose one if you control a commander as you cast it you can choose both and having partners you pretty much are always going to uh creatures you control gain flying vigilance and double strike until i'm to turn which is insane already and also creatures you control gain indestructible lifelink and protection from all colors until end of turn if you get this off generally this will end the game absolutely yeah it's uh you can't block you can't target them it's very hard to to deal and your creatures are indestructible. It's very hard. Short of holding a psych rift, you're probably going to die if someone casts this card. Absolutely. And then with psych rift, you've got to hold up seven mana as well. Yeah. And yeah. No. Is... Acroma's will is great. Um, next up, we've got Aura Mutation, uh, green and white. Destroy target enchantment. Create X one one green sapling creature tokens. Where X is that enchantment's mana value? Mm-hmm. Love that one. Oh, you have Beast Within. Just also really really solid removal. Two and a green. Destroy target permanent. This controller gets three three beast. And in a pinch as well. What I was kind of thinking with these ones, you can get your you own can things. Just destroy one of your treasure tokens. Yeah, true. To get a bigger blocker, I like to beast within people's colored lands that they need to play the game. I I play very differently than most people. Yeah, yeah. We 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 know. Yeah, we know. I, I wait to see what they <laughs> what they cultivate or fetch land to because I know that's the color they need, and then I'm like destroy. So tip, tip for playing against Dan: yeah. don't fetch any of the colors you actually need. Yeah, fake me out. Um, we have Ella Damry's call as well. Uh, one and a white. Search library for a creature, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle. Yeah. And then we've got Flawless Maneuver, two and a white. If you control a commander, you may cast this spell without paying its mana cost. Creatures you control gain indestructible to let it turn. Yeah. That's, I love that whole cycle. Like I said, I was sad to not see that put into this. Uh, the Double Master seemed like a reprint set for commander specifically. Yeah. So none of these yeah. being included was kind of a bummer. Like uh, Otrimi's uh, Rolex is really good. That could have definitely used a reprint. Uh, yep. Even uh, even obscuring Haze, like the green one. I love that card. Yeah, I definitely think that um, what was it? Why can't I remember what it's called? The blue one. 
Oh, uh, Fierce Guardianship, yeah. Fierce Guardianship. I definitely think that one needs a reprint. It's just inaccessible for a lot of people right now. Yeah, like, and I think I mentioned last week, but I was lucky enough to pre-order all five of those decks when they first came out, so I've got them all, but... Yeah, but that's the same. I'm the same. I have all of them, but I'm not going to buy another one at, like, 80 or $90, whatever it sits at. No, I just, like... No chance. Take a proxy copy of it. Say, hey, I've, I've actually got this card. Well, yeah, like that's the the supply is so limited. And again, I'm not going to go buy the deck specifically for that one card and rip it apart that way. Uh, you exactly. also you also have generous gifts. Another one that I do the same thing as Beast Within with, just in white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, say basically the exact same card, just a three three beast or three three elephant instead of a beast. It's even a green beast. They they didn't change too much. Yeah. Uh, then we've got heroic intervention, one in a green. Permanence you control gain hexproof and indestructible until end of turn. Yeah, I love a Johnny as a character. Yeah, I don't think he gets enough love. Yeah, Johnny's one of my favorite Planeswalkers. Uh, you've got March of Multitudes again, which is another card that I really, really like. If your tokens already didn't tap for mana, you could tap them because it has Convoke. It's X, one green, double white. Uh, has Convoke, create X, one, one white soldier creature tokens with lifelink. And that lifelink is going to be huge when you have your inspiring leader out in their three threes. Yep. Yeah, a really, really easy way to get a fair amount of life back and just giant giant token creation with your mana sync ability. Yeah. Uh, then we've got Path to Exile. Single white exile target creature. Controller may search library for basic land, put it on the battlefield tapped, and then shuffle. Yep. That's, a, again, a very, very solid one. It's always a good time to have that. Yeah. Second Harvest is a really fun card to play in token decks. Two double green. Uh, for each token you control, put a token onto the battlefield that's a copy of that permanent. This is going to hit everything you need, uh, all your treasure tokens, all of your, uh, I- any of your soldiers, any any token that you, even if you have food tokens all over, you're mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna crush it with second harvest. It's a really really fun card, and it's also really fun in combat when someone thinks you're tapped out and you just double up what you have. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And the last instant is source of plowshares, single white, exile target creature. Its control gains life equal to its power. Yeah, no complaints yeah. there at all. No. Okay, well, we'll we'll do your creatures next, I guess, because I know you want to talk enchantments at the end then? Yeah. All right, yeah, so we'll we'll start off Adeline. Adeline is one of, I think, the coolest cards that was printed of the year. Uh, when we do our recap at the end of the year, if it's not on my list, then amazing things have happened. Um, oh. Adeline is one in a double white for a legendary human knight. It has star four power and vigilance. Its power is equal to the number of creatures you control, which is great. And whenever you attack for each opponent, you create a 1-1 white human creature token that's tapped and attacking that player or a planeswalker they control. This is such a great card. If you think about it with Inspiring Leader out... Yeah, they're three threes. That's three three threes you're just making. Well, yeah, the attack is... Adeline attacking alone with it is making 12 damage of Mm -hmm. hit your opponents, which is awesome. And you're you're never swinging Adeline at the player that can kill Adeline. No, not at all. Um, then we've got a card that I quite like. Um, Archon of Amaria. Two and a white for a 2-3 Archon with flying. Each player can't cast more than one spell each turn. And non-basic lands your opponent's control enter the battlefield tapped. This is a card that I added just in case you're against somebody who's playing a lot of like combos and stuff. Because the mana value of this deck is so high. For the first little while, it's unlikely you'll be playing more than one spell each turn anyway. A token deck takes time um, to get off, yeah. Yeah, and then if you can get this down turn two, turn three, it's it's going to be a target. But by the time that they target it and kill it, 
you'll have gotten your stuff up and running. Well, removal magnets are important too, right? Like the fact mm-hmm. that you can have something, uh, you know, I, I can get rid of your commander or I can get rid of the card that's annoying me more than your commander, right? Which am I going to choose? The annoying one. Exactly. Yeah, I, I like it. I think it's wise. Uh, you've also got Archon of Sun's Grace, two double white for an Archon creature, three, four, flying lifelink. Uh, Pegasus creatures you control have lifelink, which is great stats the whole way around. Then it has Constellation. Whenever an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, you create a 2-2 white Pegasus creature token with flying. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, then we've got Alicent's Pilgrim. Single green for a human monk, 1-1. One, one. Tap to add white to your mana pool. Yeah, pretty good. You have Avenger of Zendikar as well, which is a card I'm super happy came down in price finally. Uh, Absolutely. 5 double green for a 5-5 five, five elemental. When it enters the battlefield, create a 0-1 plant creature token for each land you control with landfall. Whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, you may put a 1-1 counter on each plant creature you control. But again, like a parrot, I'm saying this is just doubling your mana up in Jahira. Those plants, everyone knows they can get out of control quickly. But further like further than that, if you have 7 mana out to cast this, you're also essentially getting 7, like seven power or 7 tap for forests. Like you're going from 7 mana to 14 mana, which is insane uh, ramp. Yeah. Uh, then we've got um, one of my favorite cards of the year, uh, Benny Brack's Zoologist. Three and a white for a 3-2 legendary creature elf druid. It's got Convoke. And at the beginning of each end step, if you create a token this turn, draw. That's cool. What set's that from? Is that from the... Uh... Uh, that's the new Capenna commander set. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. You have Circle of Dream Druids. I always forget this card exists. Yeah. This will also be one of the best cards of the year, I believe. Triple green for an elf druid, 2-1, and it has tap... Add a green for each creature control. There is no downsides to it. That is oh, awesome. It is. Gaia's cradle on a creature. Yeah, it's, that's exactly it. There's nothing more to say about it. It is phenomenally strong. Yeah. <laughs> this um, artwork's silly. I, I love this art so much. Uh, but next up is um, Crater of Behemoth. Three triple green for a 5-5 five, five beast with haste. When five five Behemoth... triple green. Five triple green. Oh, sorry. What did I say? You said three. I wish. Oh, I wish. <laughs> um, yeah, five, five triple green for a 5-5 five, five with haste. Uh, when Crave of Behemoth enters the battlefield, creatures do control gain several and get plus X plus X to the end of turn where X is the number of creatures you control. Yeah. Not much to be said about that one. It's a Again, great card. I a great card. overrun card in in every deck, but in token decks especially, it's it's go time. This next one, knowing your theme, is a really good include. It's Destiny Spinner. One in a green for a 2-3 enchantment creature human. Uh, creatures and enchantments you control can't be countered, which is awesome. And then you can, with your land sink or your mana sink, you can three and a green target land you control becomes an XX elemental with trample, where X is the number of enchantments you control. It's still a land. Yeah. In a in in a pseudo enchantment deck, like you've got eighteen, like you're potentially making eighteen eighteens for four mana, and you've got nothing but mana. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. But next card's disgusting. <laughs> next up is one of my other favorite cards. Uh, Elish Norn Grand Cenobite, 5 double white for a 4-7 legendary creature Praetor with Vigilance. Other creatures you control get plus 2, plus 2, and creatures your opponents control get minus 2, minus 2. Yeah, so just like the on-steroids version of your secondary commander. This pairs really nicely with a card that we're going to be talking about in a couple minutes. Well, the other thing too as well is uh, generally the problem with Elish Norn is Elish Norn costs a lot to get out. Yeah. But Elish Norn getting out when you have like you can almost cast it from your 
like just from turn four or five in this deck if you've got your creatures out. Like El- Elish Norn just can hit the deck like the table so fast in a deck like this, and it's it's hard to get rid of. Absolutely, it's it's hard to. You're gonna kind of have to be hoping to hold up like a source of plowshares or something for it. Yep. Yeah, well, and especially you've got so many things in here that are making it indestructible. Elsnorn's gross. <laughs> uh, you have Eternal Witness, one double green. When it enters, that's a human shaman, 2-1. When it enters, you can return target card from your graveyard to the battlefield. That's what everyone uses it for. It's not for the stats of the 2-1 ever. Um, do you want to take this next one? Because I want to talk about the one after that. So, yeah, this next card is Jukai Naturalist. One green, one white. Uh, it's an enchantment creature, human monk, with lifelink. Enchantment spells you cast cost one less to cast, and it's 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. Um, but this next one is the one that pairs really nicely with Elish Norm. Oh, it's gross. Um, That's gross. You're a bad person. You're a bad person. I respect it. Uh, this is Kamal, Fist of Krosa, for double green for a 4-3. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The way, the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out The Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. Legendary creature, Human Druid. Uh, it's got... Uh, you can tap a green to have target land become a 1-1 creature until end of turn. It's still a land. Uh, two triple green creatures you control get plus three plus three and gain trample until end of turn so it's a good mana sink with the triple green and two but you can just kind of wipe out your opponent's lands yeah that's very funny i would Uh, would only do it again to off color lands which would be even funnier just frustrate people absolutely leave leave them with only one color in a multicolor deck like an ur dragon (laughs) yeah yeah this is Especially because all of your creatures in this deck can tap for a green anyway. If Ginny, or not Ginny Faye, that's another token commander, Jahira. Yeah. If Jahira is out, um, they can just tap for green. Yeah. It's very easy. Because well, you, you're usually going to have more creatures than opponents are going to have lands. Well, and another fun thing. I do this in a similar deck, and I, uh, I use a different card that lets me tap my creatures for uh, mana as well. But what's really, really fun is to, okay... You have a bunch of one ones. Yeah, you don't just have to use a second ability offensively. I like to use it defensively. So I, I swing into you and you just mana dump into them and make them all fifteen fifteens and wipe my board out. Yeah. I love Kamal. Yeah, Kamal's really cool. Um then we've got Mesa Enchantress, one double white for a zero two human druid. Whenever you cast an enchantment spell, you may draw a card. Yep. Risk the redeemed as well. Uh it's a, a hybrid, either green or white, like a Selesnia hybrid. It's an Elf Warrior 1-1-2, one, one, and again, that hybrid color. You tap, put a 1-1 one, one green and white Elf Warrior token into play. Awesome. Uh, four, and then one green, one white, or one green, one white. Tap for each creature token you control. Put a token into play that's a copy of that creature. That gets out of hand. Mm-hmm. See, the thing that I could never get over with uh, Reese the Redeemed, he's one mana. Yeah. I always found that absolutely bonkers. Riss is a wonderful, like, early game commander. Absolutely. Hits like a truck when you can double those things up like that. 
Um, next up is uh, Scoop Swarm. Two in a green for a 1-1 insect with landfall. Whenever land enters a battlefield under your control, create a 1-1 green insect creature token. If you control six or more lands, create a token that's a copy of Scoot Swarm instead. Scoot Swarm's nuts. And it's got one of my favorite uh, flavor texts. Survival Rule 782. There are always more Scoot Bugs. Yeah. Scoot, just... Scoot Swarm can get out of hand really quick. At worst, it's a token generator. At best, it's like, again, it doubles itself every turn. It's, it's strong. Yeah. It's real strong. It, I played this during my, my brief stint with Arena. I played this in my uh, Canon Bonder Prodigy Brawl deck, and it insane. Yeah, yeah. I, I got no complaints about that one at all. Um, you also have Tender Shoot Dryad. It's four and a green for a Dryad 2-2 two, two with Ascend. If you control 10 or more permanents, which, again, you're a token deck, come on. Uh, you get the City's Blessing for the rest of the game. Beginning of your upkeep, you uh, beginning of each upkeep, not your upkeep. Uh, you create a 1-1 one, one green sapling token, which is great. Sapperlings you control get 2-2 two, two as long as you have the city's blessing. So th this is going to make just your sapperlings nuts with uh, with your inspiring leader. And again, people don't really pack much enchantment removal. So like the fact that like your, your sapperlings, you're making a 5-5 five, five every turn without any other buffs is bonkers. Yeah. Yeah, I really like Tender Shoot Dryad. Oh, um, the first card is gross. Yeah, that'll do it for the creature section. There are just a couple lands I'd like to mention, if that's all right. Sure. So, well, I say a couple. There's only, like, one. Half but of a I got couple. Whole, yeah. The whole key on in here. Uh, tap it to add colorless, one and a white. Tap it to put a target enchantment card from your graveyard on top of your library. This just kind of negates any enchantment removal other than exile. Um, I did run this deck a bit land-heavy. There's 35 lands in here, but that's just because... The mana value is higher than I usually play by like almost an entire point, point and a half. Yeah. yeah uh, so you also you also have another one that is worth mentioning in a deck that you've got so many things in, and that's Gavinry Township. Yeah, that's true. The yeah. two, one green, one white. It taps for a colorless, comes in untapped, which is awesome. But two, one green, one white, you tap it, put a one, one counter on each creature you control. When you control 40 creatures, that's a big deal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that one. All right, now we'll, yeah. now we'll go into your enchantments. And the first one's gross. I refuse to even read it. <laughs> so the first one is Aura Shards. It is one green and a white. Whenever a creature comes into play under your control, you may destroy target artifact or enchantment. That's uh, one of my least favorite cards in all of Magic. I hate it. This is my uh, Get Lost Stacks card. Yeah, I, I just I find it such a problem. I hate this card. <laughs> Ugh, it's gross. Uh, you've got Beastmaster Ascension, which I don't hate, and I actually need a copy of for that Jetmere deck I was talking about. Mm. Uh, Beastmaster's Ascension is two and a green. Whenever a creature you control attacks, you can put a quest counter on Beastmaster's Ascension. Uh, as long as there are seven or more quest counters on it, creatures you control get five, five. Silly. Yeah, and one thing I was reading just through Reddit this morning, kind of looking to see if there are any alternate win cons for token decks that I hadn't thought of. Yep. And one thing that I knew you could do, it was just kind of in the back of my mind, you can just play this main phase, mm -hmm. go and attack, it's going to get the counters, and then it's just going to be kind of like explosion. Mm -hmm. like, I think the example that was used was the zero ones from Avengers of Zendikar. You can just attack with them after you put Beastmaster Ascension on, attack with seven of them, and then end up doing 35 damage. Yep. Yeah, they're uh, they're a real problem. Beastmaster's Ascension is awesome. Yeah. You also have Burgeoning, which is just really fun to uh, just dump lands out. Mm -hmm. uh, one mana, whenever an opponent plays a land, you can put a land from your hand directly onto the battlefield. This is uh, great 
opener. It's it's not as great late game when you're when you're down cards in hand. But mm-hmm. like I said, as an opener, like if you get this out and you've drawn four lands, you can you can hit turn two with like four lands in play, which is crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, I love burgeoning. Ooh, the next one also rough. <laughs> Uh, we've got Cathar's Crusade, three double white. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one plus one counter on each creature you control. Yeah. Once again, we've got 40 creatures out. Does a little bit of work. Yeah, too much work. <laughs> Cryptolith Right is the card I was talking about earlier. Uh, one in the green. Your creatures have, they tap to add one mana of any color to your pool, which is, I, I just really like Cryptolith Right in general. I, re- I run it heavily in like sliver decks, five color decks. Yeah. But, uh, in a token deck as well, you just have so much. Like I run this, uh, it's one of my main cards that I would look for with uh, Rith, the Redeemer. Yeah. Yeah, I love Rith. Yeah, Cryptolith yeah. Right is just such a cool card. Uh, it, it looks like it has come down a little in price. It's still around 17 bucks. so. Yeah. But for what it does, it's it's worth it. Absolutely. Um, next up is Darksteel Mutation, one in a white uh, for an aura. Enchant creature. Enchanted creature is an insect artifact creature with base power toughness 0, 1, and has indestructible, and it loses all other abilities, card types, and creature types. Infinitely powerless. Yeah, I hate that card, um, too. It's rough. This this is one that I really, really like including, because if they've got a um... Any, any good card, yeah. Any of their commander. Like, I've used Jetmir as an example so much. Jetmir's a monster. Yeah. And like this... It, doesn't kill it or exile it or have it leave the battlefield at all. Yeah, the ability to recast is easy, but this is not as easy to get around. This is rough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Uh, You also have Enchantress's Presence. Uh, Whenever you cast an enchantment, draw a card, two and a green. Yeah. Um, Next up is a fun card that I I found while building this deck. It's Epic Struggle. Uh, Two double green. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control 20 or more creatures, you win the game. This is, uh, I, I know I keep going back to it, but I have to say. So that was one of the ways that the uh, game ended yesterday with this Jetmere deck is uh, Epic Struggle, which went to kill the table. Somebody did a uh, Angel's Grace. Yeah. So they're like, okay, well, I'll at least get another turn. And then uh, the the Jetmere player played Chance for Glory to take an extra turn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at the end step, they lose, but they win. So they, they, they got two Epic Struggle wins off. Epic Struggle such a cool card. And you don't see it very much. No. I love Epic Struggle. It's it's a very fun alternate win con. I like that your deck has multiple alternate win cons in here. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was kind of trying to build around, like, okay, what if they've got, like, a... Oh, what's that one called? Like a propaganda effect. Yeah. You're, you you're stacked out and you can't get through it, yeah. 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 I wanted to have ways you could win around that. Um, next up, we've got Exploration. A single green. Uh, you may play an additional land on each of your turns. Yep. Which goes really good into your next one. I really like this card. I I find myself putting it in more and more decks. Yeah. Uh, Felidar Retreat, three and a white. Whenever a land enters, you choose one. Uh, first option, create a 2-2 two, two white uh, cat beast creature token. Awesome. Or put a 1-1 one, one counter on each creature you control, and they gain vigilance until the end of the turn. Yeah. Yeah, Fel- Felidar Retreat puts in a lot of work. I really like it. Uh, then we've got Fertile Ground, one and a green. Uh, enchant land. Whenever enchanted land is tapped for mana, its controller adds one mana of any color to his or her mana pool. I wouldn't have put this one in. I don't know. I don't know. I guess. I guess your enchantment sub theme. I don't know. I just you have so much mana. Yeah. Y- you need less mana. No, don't say that. That just gives me one more, one more token for March of the Mel- well, Multitudes. Uh, I would have. Uh, my my personal thought on this is mm-hmm. I would uh, replace this with Old Heliod. 
Yeah, that's fair. Because, again, you're hitting your enchantment that you want to hit. Heliod's awesome, and it's something to power dump all of your immense amounts of mana into. I am going to add that right now. Yeah, Heliod's great. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, I love I love Heliod and the amount of clerics you can generate. Like, again, this, this deck, I... I see you very easily being able to like generate like 30, 40 mana a turn. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then that's the other thing. Like you could have gone into, uh, especially if you wanted to just be obnoxious, you could have gone into the, uh, it's an enchantment. It triples your creatures. What is it? Uh, triples your mana. Sorry. Triples my mana. Uh, that is, um, oh, what's it called? Next bloom ancient. Yeah. Next bloom ancient is going to hit that. And mana reflection, like, again, you've got so many abilities to double up your mana. And I, like, like I said, you could, but I don't know if you would need to. Like, the amount that you have in this deck already for mana generation is nuts. Like, it's uh, it's a bummer that this commander combination doesn't have red as well. Like, if it was the three colors, because you would just be able to blow people off the table with, like, a Comet Storm. Absolutely. That'd be gross. Um... Yep, I just added Kila Gun of the Sun to go to Fertile Ground for people who are looking at this after. Yeah, hooray. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh, yeah, Heliod, I, I always look for something to dump my mana into. Um, yeah, next up, we've got uh, Growing Ranks to Hybrid Selesnia, Hybrid Selesnia. At the beginning of your upkeep, populate. Yeah, that, again, just a great card. Yeah. Uh, Intangible Virtue as well puts in just an, an immense amount of work at such a low value. One and one white creature tokens you control get one one and have vigilance yeah um here's another one that kind of gets around being able to recast your commander uh canvas transformation one in a green enchant creature when it enters the battlefield draw a card enchanted creature loses all abilities and is a green elk creature with base power toughness three three uh, getting getting elked is one of the most frustrating things in the game uh, i really like like i say i say every time i see one of your decks i like how differently you build than me right and a lot of my decks don't really like, I, I play in, like, a really, really aggressive uh, yeah. meta, right? And a lot of us don't have, like, answers for this for, like, multiple turns. Like, I I'm, I say it so often we talk about enchantments. People don't pack enough enchantment removal. I'm I'm one of those people. And mm-hmm. getting rid of Kenrith, basically, if you Kenrith something of mine, I'm just attacking you with it every turn until it dies. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's just uh, Kenrith Transformation is such a good card. The uh, Dark Seal Mutation as well, like, just the 0-1 Indestructible, at least it can't be killed that way. But man, Kenrith's Transformation is a great card to just just salt the table with. And the fact that it draws on Enter 2 is just a great card. Yeah, absolutely. This is one of my one of my favorite cards from Eldraine. And generally, yeah, generally when I go do like uh I buy I buy a bunch of staples. I put a lot of similar things in decks. Kenrith yeah. Transformation's one of them. I just buy out every one I find. Absolutely. I mean, like and it's not like it's a terribly expensive card either. It's 70 cents. Yeah, it's it's definitely worth picking up. Like it's there's pretty much no green deck it's not good in. If you have, like mm-hmm. I said, an enchantment sub theme though, oh, this card puts in work. Absolutely. And then if you've got ways to make like like Dan was saying, um if it turns your say your Ur Dragon into a three three elf and eight pack you with it every turn. But you've got some like Eldrazi Monument, you can just block with a one one and just make that kinda okay, you're just attacking me, losing one of your blockers. Yeah. I uh I play a lot of decks that losing the commander is devastating in. My Halcyon deck that I talked about, the same thing. Halcyon yeah. is worthless without... I have two versions of Halcyon. I'm just finishing up a second one where I make blood tokens. I turn the mm-hmm. blood tokens into bears, and I think that's really fun. But it's the same thing. 
if you Kenra's transformation my Halson, then how like my tokens, I just have like a bunch a plethora of like food and treasure tokens to do nothing with. Yeah. Behold the treasure exactly. bears become nothing. <laughs> yeah, there's so many decks I find rely a lot on the commander. Well, yeah, generally we build because we see a commander and we're like, oh, that's really interesting. I'll play with this. I like this ability. It's very rare. Like, I know everyone said it with Golos of like, oh, it's just like good stuff color piles, but it's very rare, like in casual commander, that you just see a good stuff deck. Yeah. You you generally, like, people want their commander, like, uh, especially with partner pairings like a Vile Smasher. People actually want that Vile Smasher out, and having Vile Smasher be a 3 3 elk really wrecks the game plan of what I'm doing with Vile Smasher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's kind of like, I learned that in my, my time kind of researching more competitive stuff recently, that you should always try to have a way to win without your commander in the, like, without your commander. Oh, yeah, because, like, the that's, uh, talking about it again, uh, the reason I like Jetmir so much is you essentially have a win condition from the command zone. It's mm-hmm. it, the fact that it gives you, at its, like, top ability, 3-0 Vigilance Trample Double Strike is crazy. But the whole deck is built on that premise, and losing that premise, like not having Jetmir, really is a problem. Yeah. Yeah, like Jetmir really relies on that fact. I also, one more card that you didn't have in here, but I would have put in here personally, mm. is Shaman of the Forgotten Ways, because A, it's really funny to kill people with that card, but B, you're going to have so many tokens that you're just going to be able to make yourself like 80 or 90 life every time you Formidable. Which one is that? That's the it. It taps for mana. It's like two and a uh, two colorless, one green. Taps for two mana only for creatures, and then it has formidable. Uh, oh, that nine double green. Each player's life total becomes the number of creatures he or she controls. Yeah, which for you is just like nuts life gain in a deck like this when mm-hmm. you've got so many. But if somebody yeah. does board wipe out, then like while people rebuild, the fact that you can just so easily like like crush the table out is fun. I love that card. Oh, absolutely. It's it's one of my go-tos in any token deck. That's that's my personal thoughts. I didn't think of that one either. Yeah. You also have Mirari's Wake, back to your actual list, not not my random suggestions of your list. Uh, you've got three, one, green, one, white. Creatures you control get one, one. Whenever you tap a land for mana, add one mana of any la- uh, any type that land produced. Another awesome card. And I really have desperately been trying to find the other artwork of it. I really like the new artwork. Um, yeah, they there's, oh, I will. Oh, oh. The blue swirly one. Yeah, yeah, the uh, the full art one. Yeah, I really like that. I think it's cool. Obviously, yeah. you've got to talk about the next one. I do. This next one is kind of what inspired me to build this deck in the first place. Um, it's Opalescence. Uh, two double white. Um, each other global enchantment. That's how old this card is. They talk about global enchantments. Uh, each other global enchantment is a creature with power and toughness each equal to its CMC. It's still an enchantment. So this card is nuts in this awesome. deck. Um, the original interaction that I had thought about was it makes Inspiring Leader a creature, a 3-3 creature, mm-hmm. which would trigger its ability on itself because it's now a commander creature, so it would give all of your tokens with Jihira out, plus 4, plus 4. Yep. And then it's a good way to just kind of end the game and get a whole, like, turn all of your enchantments into creatures, which if you've got Eldrazi Monument out gives them flying and indestructible as well, so you don't have to worry about swinging out with them and losing them. It's just a way to close out the game really, really quickly in multiple different ways. Opalescence is a really cool card. It's, uh, I, I, again, another card you don't often see, and the fact that you get an interaction from the command zone. Like, I hadn't even considered it 
with the backgrounds. And I've I've gone on tangents about how much I like background. I love partner. I've been I've been building backgrounds. And the fact yeah. that like the fact that like all the backgrounds pretty much give commander creatures you own have this secondary ability. Right? Mm. And yeah, like that's that's such a cool use of it. Like I I really, really I as soon as you said that you were building it this way, I got very excited about seeing this list. And it, it's nearly done and it has not disappointed me. Like I think that this is a really, really cool deck. I think it's very like the ability to to steamroll the table is like there, but I don't think, like you said, you gave yourself that restriction of, okay, well, I'm not going to run the crazy doublers because I don't need to, right? Yeah. If this uh, deck is able to put in work without spending 300 extra dollars on those cards. Yeah. I, like, like I said, I'm, I'm super, I'm super interested in your list. Like it's, it's very, like very well done. I, I know we're just about at the end of it, but like I'll, 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 I'll talk about it when we're done here, but I, I really like the opalescence idea. I, I love silly, silly sub themes. Yeah. Also, the next card is silly. Rabble Rousing, four, four and a white. Hideaway five. When it enters, you look at the top five cards, put one face down. Uh, but what it's really for is whenever you attack with one or more creatures, create that many green and white citizen creature tokens. Then if you control ten or more creatures, you can play the exiled card without paying its mana cost. That's just an awesome secondary ability that you get a free card off of it. But the fact that yeah. you can every time you attack double up your creatures is really, really strong. Yeah, yeah. Rabble Rousing is a card that I have, I have just seen only hit the table a single time since release, and that player, that player crushed me. Oh, absolutely! It's yeah. such a solid card. Really nice colors on it too. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. Yeah. Um, and the final card, um, in the deck is Sterling Grove, green and a white for an enchantment. Each or, or other enchantments you control have Shroud. And you can pay one and sacrifice Sterling Grove, search your library for an enchantment card, reveal it, and then shuffle it and put your put that card on top of it. Yeah, Sterling Grove's nuts. So, so it gives you a way to protect all your stuff. And you can get rid of it when you need to to find something like the Opalescence, like a Darksteel Mutation, like an Epic Struggle. But yeah, that is... Um, oh yeah, I, I, I forgot about Epic Struggle in the deck already, and I had already talked about it. Yeah, the, the <laughs> fact that you can fetch that win con, especially... Really, really fun right before, like, in someone's end step to a win is a really cool way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Jahira. Yeah. I, like I was saying two cards ago, I, I think you built a really cool deck here. Like, I, I think that this is really, I, I, I like stuff like this. Like, again, like, I, with so much mana, I would have gone way harder into, like, mana sync stuff. Like, I, that that's just, I love mana sinks in general. But, like, just the, this is, like, pretty straightforward, like, just beat face make lots of, like, crazy big creatures, and you have lots of alternate win cons. And alternate win cons are some of my favorite things in Magic. I love to see uh, a Halo Fountain hit the table in a stacks game and somebody win the game. Yeah. Uh, the, it's the, <clears throat> pardon me, the uh, Angel of Destiny, is that what it is? It's the new Angel Cleric, where you attack, you both gain life, and if you have 15 more, that player loses the game. That's another one of my favorite, like, kill people, like, no matter what they're doing cards. Yeah, yeah. I, I just really like alternative win cons. I also love that you have uh, the epic struggle in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like I said, I, I, th I think you put together like a really fun deck. Have you have you got to play it yet? Uh, not in person. I've done like, a ton of like gold fishing and play testing with it. Oh, okay, and it gets going fast. Yeah, but, I am very very interested to see this one. Like I like I said, we're gonna get some stream games going soon, so I'd love to see some of this yeah 
Yeah. I, like I said, I think you made a really cool deck. I My only real big suggestion was, like I said, just changing out that that one card for the like the fertile ground. I just I think you got enough mana. I think you got it covered. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think the Kamal and Elish Norn thing is hilarious. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's something I didn't even realize really worked until when I was looking at the deck this morning. I was like, oh, oh my. Yeah, I, I would oh probably, my. especially if I was going to go that way, I would probably be annoying and uh, put like a tooth and nail in. Yeah. So that I could just get both of them out and be like, oh, whoops, my bad. But again, I'm a bad person. Have, having them generically hit the field is is one thing, but like tutoring them out is mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Circle of Dream Druids, I'm again, just, I'm just, again, just scrolling through your list here. Circle of Dream Druids is such an amazing card. Yeah, that, that card came out like a year ago, and I still don't hear very many people talking about it. No, the, the fact that you have a guy's cradle creature for $7 is awesome. Yeah. Like, it, it made yeah. one of the least accessible cards finally accessible into Magic, and I think that that's something that's awesome. Yeah, I quite like how they're doing that kind of with the kind of like the powered down version. Yeah, but again, I'm still all right with the powered down version. Absolutely, it does the job just fine. Yeah, but yes, yeah, so that's the deck. We'll uh, we'll stop ranting now. Um, how would you build these? Like, did you like the background mechanic? Let us know. Uh, reach out to us on Instagram. Uh, thank you again for getting to the end of the episode. You can find all our content at intothe99.com. We have a new writer who's going to be putting some deck primers up. I'm really excited. They're they're pretty cool lists, so definitely check out the articles. Uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your week. Yeah. See you guys later.